Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One, two, three, four. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 15th day of July. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you folks in Tyrone. Out in Tyrone. Got a cousin named Tyrone. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I don't see him that much. He's out in there in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How All you right. doing? Doing good. Doing good. Oh, wait, man. wait. I'm waiting for your Tyrone Nugget. Well, just the folks down on the, you down on the south side, down okay. in, down in Tyrone. You're getting down there close. You're not far from where they do some uh, some movie stuff. Oh, yeah. Sonoya. Talking about down, down, down there, Peachtree City. Yeah, down going to head it down in that direction. Okay. Well, they're cleaning that place up. They're tearing down a lot of that set from Walking Dead, if that's what you're referring to. Well, yeah. So they still got the town. Yeah. And they're still printing money. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they got folks from around the world coming in to hang out down there where where where. You know, the show was filmed. Right. There's still people going to the, to them vampire joints out there in like uh, Covington. Oh yeah. They did a lot of them young vampire movies. So yeah. anyway, still, shout still out morning. to and you, you folks in Tyrone. Good morning to you. <laughs> I got to sit down. I'm I'm I was feeling I'm feeling immortal. Feeling mortal. Is that what you say when you you feeling your age? You feeling mortal? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had something that happened to me. As as we start this show, I'm, I'm was it Bernie Mac used to say? Y'all get to pray for me, America. <laughs> oh. I had one of those incidences. I had an incident. Incidences? I had an <laughs> That's right. Incidences. I had an incident. Incidences. By the way, good morning, Max. <laughs> I had an incident that happened Uh-oh. that made me feel a certain kind of age or that my, I was getting old. I never had this happen before. But I about fell out in a restaurant last night. She's listening right now. She's crazy. I, Tracy had to drive home. A combination of things happened to me when we went out to get something to eat. And one of the things that we've been doing is we've been watching what we eat, and you know how I've been with yeah. what I want yeah, to be. When I go to dip into you've alcohol been, from time to time. You've been being good. I have been. But when I dip into alcohol, it hits me harder because I haven't been drinking yeah. that much, right? Right. And so we go out and have Mexican food. you got to have margarita with it, right? Yep. And I'm not shooting it down. I'm not doing tequila shots. But we were sitting outside, and the sun was hitting on me. Got the sunglasses on. I'm feeling good. I go to this, we go to this place regularly. Sam, I got a quarter of a way down my drink, but I had a straw in it, and I think I was, you know, when they you make were, a, you went a little when they fast. Make a, well, you went, when they, you went a little fast. When you when they make a drink, you know, they put the ice in there first, and usually the hard booze goes in, and then the other mixers, and then they shake it up, right? This might have come from a machine. I don't know how it was made, but I was drinking from the bottom, right? So yeah. I figured that's where all the, the hard liquor was. Yeah. I could be wrong. Either way, I'm sitting there having a conversation with her, 
and we'd been there about a half hour, 45 minutes, and you know that feeling you get when you feel like you've drank too much? Yep. And by the time you realize you've drank too much, it's too late. And I went from feeling good, and next thing you know, I'm talking like Dean Martin. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Thank you. And, was, and then I'm feeling, this is not good. And I, my head just started getting light, and I put my hands over my face and put my head down. And she's talking to me, and I'm not catching any of this. And I didn't pass out. But long story short, which I doubt I can do at this point, Dude. I think there was a, I was, she, she suspects that it was a combination of heat stroke. I hadn't really eaten all day. And just a little bit of this, this drink. Yeah. And it just, all of a sudden, man, I was just like, and I didn't drink any water. Didn't drink any water. I just yeah, had the margarita. You, 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 can't, you can't do that. Well, you can't do that. I've, I've Espe- always done that. Especially not this time of year. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't think about that, you know, right? You, you can't and, do that. And so I was that older dude who was still acting like he was, you know, yeah, you, 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 28. Your body will let you know. It let me know right yeah. there in the restaurant. And you had, you had see, Jimmy see, Buffett over see, there. See, to, see, Max don't have to worry about it. No, Max ain't got to worry about it. Max goes, he stayed out to two hours ago. <laughs> He'd been out all day Friday, went somewhere last night. See, he, Max don't have to worry he, about he this. He got home around 3.30 this morning yeah. and said, oh, Sam, Greg, yeah. don't start for two and a half hours. I got yeah. plenty of time. Yeah, there we go. And there we go. I also, I don't drink either. And okay. so I... Both, I don't drink that much things. anymore either. That's how I lost most of this weight. But you can't go out and have Mexican food without having, so, a, like, a margarita. See, now, I've only known you at this weight. So I'm I'm definitely... Uh... Oh, you missed the rerun days. <laughs> see, see, see. see. <laughs> I did. I was walking through here going, hey, hey, hey. That's how I start on, the show on, off, man. Now, I'm about to say, yeah, I've only known you. You're in shape. Like, I've only known you as this. So well, when I... you say that, it's kind of hard to imagine. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I, I it's get It's a compliment. It. Compliment. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Anyway, it was, no other way. it was, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on some strangeness this morning as far as how I feel. So long story short, like I said, I'd started drinking water. So I was out of it for about 20 minutes. Now, God, I love, her. I love my wife there. Tracy sat there and put up with it. And she just continued. We, they had like a, a Jimmy Buffett dude, you know, out there playing music. <laughs> it was like, so she had some music going on and people started filing in. But I had to sit there for like a half hour sweating like Kunta Kinte. And not knowing if I was going to be able to get up and walk out. And I just started pounding down water. And eventually, I came back around. But, yeah, man. Dude. That, that ain't hit me like that before. Yeah. So, y'all be careful out there. Your body will let you know. It let, it let me know yesterday. He says, yeah, you took all this. When you was fat, you'd be able to do this. <laughs> now you can't do this anymore. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let's bring this in a very positive note. For, the other, for my two coworkers, I was up here this week taking care of some things. I uh, ran into our uh, – we should have this ready to go. Anytime I'm getting ready to mention Mike Conti, we should have that call. Do, we, do you have access to that? Can we put that in our file? Yeah, I'm, heck yeah. Well, let's, I, I let's can pull it up. I don't have it right now, but okay. I'll definitely get that up. So I was going to mention Mike Conti. It's never too late. And I, as soon as I mention him from this point on, we do that, can we just hear, where's the freak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the whole thing, just that part. Okay. Uh, but the one, <laughs> one of the first things that he said to me when I saw him was that he had gotten reports that we did a great job last week. Okay. He wanted, he wanted to say, he says, I've been hearing you guys did a great job. Because I hadn't seen him since we did you yeah, know, he's been on the Peachtree road. road Race. He's yeah, he'd been, been on up. The road. In fact, when I came to see him the first time this week, he was, already, he was up in New England mm-hmm. with Atlanta United. Mm-hmm. So he just, you know, was, was happy to tell us that he got very positive reports about us being out and, and the feedback that he had gotten from whoever, you know, 
salespeople here, Cobb County Sheriff's Department, whoever was involved in that remote got back to him and it, we, we, you know, okay. we set it up, man. Very cool. We did a good Very job. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. We had a wonderful time. And shout out once again to everybody out at Cobb County uh, Sheriff's Office. Yeah. Um, we had a, had a great time out there. We, we learned some things out there. Man, you know? we saw, by the way, <laughs> if anything ever happens in the Marietta Square, we got a replacement for you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> they got a backup over there. They, we did not know that. This was the craziest thing. Now, if you're a kid, you might have taken a school trip over there, like, you know, one of those little assemblies. They'd... Because you know what? I call a friend of mine that lives in Cobb County. I say, do you know what's out in the back there? Yeah, they got the safety village. I said, like, how do you know about that? You know, because the they, 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 their children had gone Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. You're right. Taking a field trip there. Elementary kids in Cobb County will take a field trip to this place that if you're an adult, you ain't never going to see it. And behind the the, the Cobb County um, safety village, if you will, where all the official buildings are, they literally have a little scaled-down version of the Marietta Square, right down to the Strand Theater, to businesses, and businesses have paid to have their name on these businesses. It's just like signage. Out in the regular street, but it's back here. It was one of the. I, I I can't remember the last time I was just taken aback by something I've seen in in this state that I've been in for all these decades. <laughs> but you were. It seemed like you were too, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was amazing. How, and yeah, it, and the fact that it's interactive. Yeah. Um. And it's it's a it's a great place to to learn about about safety. Period. Right. The streets. What they do when contact with the railroad crossing. Uh, you know, all of those things are there. But there's a miniature version of everything in the town square. There's even a miniature version of Kennesaw Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we had oh, a big time out there. And oh, then I, I saw some giant horses, and it was fun. And an ex, and, and, and a, a former co-worker yes. was out there, too. Yeah. So, so it, was, it was a nice time. It was a red-letter day all the way around. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Com. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal something from one of the other conversations that I had when I was up here this week having to do with um, uh, Carl Dukes and John Fricky. Okay. He was in for Mike Bell this past week. And they said something. Not only that, the producers said something. So the three of them said something I'm going to steal. And I'm going to incorporate it in our show. And I told them, though, that I was going to do it and I got their permission. Because there's nothing worse than a – well, the only thing worse than a hack is a rat. And okay. so I'd be a hack if I were to steal this and not give them credit for it. So – we're going to talk about that, but let me just say right now, Sam and I are going to recap. We're going to recap our thoughts on the All-Star game, talk about these Braves. This, the, it must be so much fun to be an Atlanta Brave right now because there's, there's something to be said for, and I've had this on my little you know, high school and, and, and rec league around town growing up the, on that level, but I've never – been able, obviously, to experience it on the professional level. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with some teams in, in different sports. They go into a game just feeling like, we're going to beat y'all. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't care what you do. We're going to beat you. Get your mind right. And if you beat us, to th- that means we're going to beat you even harder the next time. <laughs> There's a certain kind. We've seen it with Chicago Bulls when Michael was there. Yeah. We've seen it with other teams. And I believe this Braves team, and by the way, this Braves team, as opposed to the other one that won a chip, I think has that. They had pitching on that one. They didn't have the bats that this team has. Yeah. They don't have that dynamic, you know, all of us. I mean, look at well, it. But that's just the, that's just it. And think about this. This team, the pitching is is evolving. It is. We got two all the two all-stars that were hurt <laughs> didn't make it to the all-star. We had two more we just brought up, and they made the all-star team. You know, so, I mean, that that's what's coming up. We're going to dive into them here in a minute. Get to those guys. So we have a special guest coming up uh, before the end of the hour, Mr. Crenshaw. 
talk a little uh, high school football. We're going to start doing this at 640 uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, just talk a little high school football because it's the countdown to Corky Kale. The Corky Kale Dave Hunter mm-hmm. Classic is coming up. And we're going to hear from Coach Jamie All from North Atlanta. They play in the very first game on that Wednesday, uh, Wednesday afternoon. So that's when the season actually starts. They're in the very first game. They're coming off a great season. So we're looking forward to talking to him. Do we have to make this clear that the biscuits and gravy game is the first game at the at the Benz as opposed to the first game in yeah, the actual but yeah, tournament? Yeah, the first game is in the afternoon. The games, all the oh, games okay. in the afternoon. The only game in the morning is will be at the Benz. Okay, so y'all gonna do that. That's so the only one and only. Get your signage of Sam and Greg on that one, and um, just <laughs> if you hear folks using it and they don't give us credit, please take care of us. Karen Pasena will join us, and we won't hear from Karen again until September when the U.S. Open starts. We talked to Karen during the majors of tennis, but there was a special, special time this past week, you know, with an Atlanta connection. And Chris Eubanks, you had talked about him, Sam. You and, and, and Karen have talked about him the beginning of this tournament. You talked about him last week. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. You warned us. And nobody thought he was going to ascend the quarters. And it was a special match that took place this past week. Yeah. And America, dare I say the world, if you're a tennis fan, but America got to got introduced to Chris yeah. Eubanks this week. Not just on his play, but the post-match comments, breakdowns, his personality, all of that. I didn't know about the nicknames, dude. Yeah. I, you know about the nicknames? That? He got nicknames all over the place. The ladies on the tour make fun of him. You know where this started? Okay, let me back up a little bit. Chris Eubanks was asked what, during one of his interviews about his nicknames, and he put his hand on his head and shook his head like, oh, Lord, we got to talk about this. So in the tennis world, it's something that's known. For the rest of us, we didn't know about this. But he's six foot seven. Yeah. So the nickname that he was given to given to him by his buddy Coco Golf first was Giraffe. Okay. The Giraffe, right? Then it went from there, and he said that. In fact, I wrote it down. How, how come he said that uh, they, you know, nicknames come from Coco and her younger brother. They were the first names because they had practiced a lot. They got together, and so mm-hmm. they started calling him. I mean, they were just bonding. And then the other women on tour, Daddy Long Legs, Despite, things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about the nicknames, though, man. But so that was one of the interesting parts of of uh, the interviews. I just think this kid is is he is that light that men's American tennis needs. I don't know how far he's going to go, but now he's got me going back to the TV when I hear him playing. So I, I just think he's got that he's got that it factor, and and I was so pleasant to hear him this past week. We're going to talk Atlanta United too. Also, Max's World is coming up seven o'clock hour. And then we got another special guest in the eight o'clock hour, DJ Jones from Sports Vision down there in Columbus. We talked about high school football getting ready to come up. Well, we got college too, and uh, DJ's yeah. going to be down there at SEC Day. SEC Media Day is going to be in Nashville. A little toe tapping music, if you please. So that also, Miles Garrett is going to go, uh, join us. We're going to talk some Braves with him. But uh, listen, let's get into um, our stories of the week because it takes us to another guest that we have coming up on the show. Uh, well, do you about to say, do you want to do that now or heading into the, to oh, the next Oh, we segment? are. We're too but late. before okay. I let okay. you go, Blow where the is the freaking whistle? That's it. Every yeah. time we mention Mike Conti, yeah. even if we just keep talking, you just, just hit that. Gold. Boom, right yeah. there. So we, we can do stories of the week next uh Next segment, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that because again, it, gets, it takes us into somebody that we have coming up later on in the show. So, there you go. Hey, Max, you know what? You've never sent us to break before. Send us to break. All right, stay tuned right here, ninety-two-nine. The game and the Odyssey app with Sam and Greg and Max behind the glass. 
Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game.com. It's Sam McGregor on this Saturday morning, 15th day of July. We hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful weekend so far. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. Mr. Crenshaw and I are just uh, I never did ask you how was your week. Even though I started off talking about how I almost fell out in a Mexican restaurant last night. How was your week? It was okay. And we talked a little bit about what the big story for me for this week was was uh, you know, watching watching Chris Eubanks. You know, someone that I've had a chance to get to know since his high school years and to see it come, you know, out the way that it did and that and it happened at a time when the city just got drawn into it. Braves were off for a week. Right. You know, Braves on break. And so the city just kind of totally got pulled into uh pulled into it and he handled it so well. Yeah, he and, did. Uh, you know, that's the thing, all of it. And I'm sure he wants to get home and put his feet up for a couple of days and we look forward to seeing him uh, in a few weeks over, a couple of weeks over here at Atlantic Station uh, playing in the tournament. But just great to have that. Uh, but the thing of it is, his parents, I guess I could say this, they didn't go. They stayed here. What? They're working folks. Okay. They, but they, they stayed here. Their baby's it, playing at Wimbledon. They were they, they at work. You know, which, which I thought was pretty cool. He's 27 years old. He's like, he their baby. He's 27 years old. Well, he, he, what did you he, just he, say? He's their child. He's I their don't care, man. 40-year-olds will tell you they go see their mother. That's still okay, my baby. Okay, okay yeah. But, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's in, right. In a moment like that, but but you know, everybody that I mentioned that to says, "What? There's no way. That was my kid. I'd be over there in the front receipt. Exactly. That's, you know, you know, but but they. I mean, it, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. In, and they what they poured into him, mm-hmm. and that's what you're seeing. You know, they know that they've done a great job in raising a, a, a young man, mm-hmm. and he's going out there. He's not going to go off the course, off the rails, and anything, and and. For this to happen to him, maybe if this happened to him when he was 19 or 20, it will be something a little different. He's 27 years old, and he's been out there and, and traveling on his own. I think mom did go with him to the French Open. She wanted to go to Paris. Oh, she wanted to go to a little shopping yeah, in yeah, Paris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's a little different. Okay. So, 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 uh, but, but, so uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And, and without getting into specifics, yeah. you play whether you, you win or not, but if you make it to the quarters in, in Wobbledon, you do you get a nice check? Because I don't know what the breakdown right is. The, the breakdown right now, consider that because he won the tournament before Wimbledon. Now. Right. So he got the first place prize money there. He's coming back about, about, about 800 Ooh. for three weeks. That gets you a nice condo. You know, and well, I probably already <laughs> got that. But, but, I'm, but, but you know, and that's, that's the thing about tennis. Now he's a commodity that people want to see. Now he can command appearance fees. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Tennis. And people who don't understand or follow tennis know that's where you, a lot of your money is really made. Your prize money, your, your prize money is one thing, but your endorsement money and your appearance money, when they, when they start putting your, your face on the, the billboards yeah. Yeah. in months before you come in or you'll wrap your name on a bus, and the, the bus stop and whatnot, you know. Uh, Andre Agassi for years, and I'll say that now because no the tournament director, when they used to come to play the thing up at uh, Horseshoe Bend, right. and they used to play the tournament up there, he would, he would always sign to come and play here. He'd get his appearance fee, and he'd come here and lose to somebody ranked number 400 in the world in the first round, hop on his check and go back to wherever he lived. You, <laughs> Make you know, the piece of the cab airport into the it, private jet and go Right, gone. right, you know what I mean? Make, but, a, but, stop at, make a stop at what's the place? <laughs> wait, 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 what's the restaurant, man? Uh, Villa Cristina. <laughs> Villa Cristina. He'd go over to Villa Cristina, oh, have on, a meal. On his way, <laughs> on, on his way. Right, because, I mean, that's the thing, but that's what the, the sport allows, and um, he's going to get his share of that. But, um, you know, the, the thing that, and, and we'll get into him a little bit more later, I wasn't surprised by the, the great interviews and whatnot, but I think the thing that we saw that has happened with him so much, and a lot of people don't may not know if you don't watch Tennis Channel, 
he's already started working on his next career. He's been working with the Tennis Channel since around this time last year. He started doing some work on weeks that he wasn't playing tournaments. Right. He's out in California being in the studio. So he's he's always been very comfortable as an interview, going back to as long as I've known him. But but he does a great job with that now. And so he's doing that. We always talk about sports and preparation. Right. And we're getting ready to talk a whole lot of football here. Starting this week with SEC Media Days through the end of the year, 80% of what we're going to talk about in this radio station is going to be football. You know, and, and so we talk about inevitably the film room comes into to play. Right. Part of your preparation, and they're breaking down opponents. You're watching who's coming next. You watch things that you've done. If you're a television analyst for any network broadcast, you had access to the biggest film room there is. He's had a film room. He's seen everybody. Right. They may not have seen him, but he's seen everybody. If he's doing his job. But that's just that's what I'm saying. And it seems like he he's, is. He had to, he's had access for people who don't know. He's had the access to the biggest film room there is working at the Tennis Channel. He's had to break down. He's had a chance to break down everybody's style of play, idiosyncrasies. He's seen everybody. But who? How many people who are current players get to do that? Usually it's McEnroe or whoever. It's after they're done. Right. Here's somebody who's in the midst of playing, and he gets access to the best film room you could get. And I think that's part of what you saw this week. And, yeah, for the first time, too. So, like I said, people are being introduced to this kid. And it was, it was refreshing because we're getting tired of the McEnroe's. I'll be honest with you. And I think the tennis world. Oh, I'm going to cook as a commentator. You, yeah. I'm just saying, you want to know what's next. It's like Al Michaels. At some yeah. point, Al's got to exit stage left, even oh, yeah. though he's considered the best play-by-play announcer that we've seen in sports or, you know, the top two, if you will. Yeah. But he's got to exit. You know, nobody was that upset when he left NBC Sunday Night Football, even though you get to see him on, what was it, Amazon Thursday nights now with Herb Street? Yeah. There are very few that you want to hang around till they, they put them, you know, they're going to see their maker. Madden was one of them. Yeah. But there's not there, there's not that many. You guys are ready. I believe your sport was ready to move on from Pat Summerall for a while. He remember him. Was, I remember when I first started watching tennis, when the majors would come on, it was him and Tony Traber. Yeah. How about well, that? Well, Pat, Pat Summerall was like one of the CBS he was, guys. He, he, and, he, and, he and Musburger were basically the CBS guys. If there was a major event, CBS – they put them exactly. Out, yeah, out they were front. the voices. You know what I mean. But they did it forever, and then when you got new voices, it was cool. All right. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. Like the new voice who just you know, hello friend ninety two nine Yes, that voice. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. It's not fair, but I wondered if you've ever thought about this. And this has nothing to do with overall talent. Who's the best of this athlete compared to the other one? That's not why I'm asking you this question. You brought about you brought up Chris Eubanks. Every week we sit here and listen to you mention a particular athlete who you remember when they were going to high school here. If you had to make a list, top five. Oh man! At, no, no, hang on a second. And again, yeah, it's not it, because it, of their best. Yeah. Who was better than the other it, it for whatever with, reason? With the Mount Rushmore. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to all the way through here, man. Because I ain't try, I said I'm not trying to put you on the spot for that reason. Max, you, me, we will all tell our audience, that for whatever reason, we remember things from our past. You don't know why you retain that, but things from when you were a kid, or high school, college, wherever, you remember this. And you shake your head going, I don't know why I remember that, but I do. I'm asking you for the five, why do these five stick out? If you have five 
interviews or any people who you covered when you were coming up? Is that possible? That for whatever, And it may be names that we don't even know, but I'm just, it's something that ran through my mind this past week. And so I said, I'm going to ask Sam this. If there's like five of these guys. You want me to do that right now? No, 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 no. I want you to think about it. But I'm asking you, could you come up with five? This person sticks in my mind for whatever reason because of what he was wearing when I interviewed him. Or this person for whatever the reasons are. They may not be the Calvin Johnsons and, and of the world, but these five athletes who you covered during your time here, they stay top of mind for various reasons. Give me an hour. I'll come back and ask you again and see if you can come up with a couple. But, again, not the best, just for those particular reasons. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. we got to knock out that uh, story of the week, if we could, sir. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right. As as I asked Max to hit that sounder, I looked at the clock and I realized we're not going to have a whole lot of time to talk Braves and we were going to do that this segment. So this, I, I'm willing to acquiesce again and move the story of the week back if you want to get into the Braves. Right. No, whichever. no, no, but because we're behind on that. And I want to hear what your story is. Go ahead. I, I had it, it was it was fluid. It was throughout the course of the week. It started with uh, <laughs> it started with the um, Gruden story. And I, again, I'm not asking you to tell me this is your story. It was that? Um, then there was there was one other thing, but it came down to obviously for me it was the strike. I'm not working now, along with hundreds of thousands of others. Yeah. But this I had been talking about it, and again the. You you knew it was kind of around the corner, and nobody had any hope because of the way the conversations were being just white hot between the two parties. And the union feels like they're being talked down to, these studios. And I tell you what, that's my story of the week. We're going to have a firsthand account of somebody who's in it, I mean, deep into it. Were you in it? I'm in it, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm SAG uh, eligible, they call it. So in other words, I don't necessarily have to be union. Georgia's not a, a right, it's a right-to-work state. So you don't technically have to be in the union. But because I've done a number of union jobs, I'm kind of union adjacent, if you will. But they call that SAG eligible. Okay. But Screen Actors Guild went on strike, and all the people that you work with, all the companies that, that work with these projects, everybody's hit with this. And, and extras, everything, all the, all the behind-the-scenes folks. So you've heard most of the reasons behind the strike. Most of them. Most of them. And there's some other little tic-tac. There's nuance that's going on here. But, again, this is really, at the end of the day, um, and you've heard comments about, well, the biggest concern is AI and artificial intelligence and how likenesses and so on and so forth is going to be protected moving forward, along with the obvious raises that have not happened over the course of these years. But how do you quantify what AI will do? moving forward, or for the length of this contract. Are we going to do two-year contracts to see where the technology is in two years? You can't do a 10-year one because we don't know. And I talked to my lawyer friends, and they said, listen, this technology is at least five years ahead of whatever law is in place to go after them. So everybody's walking around the Wild West at at midnight with no streetlights. You know what's going on out there, right? I just made that one up. That was a bad picture. So Matt Cornwell. Old friend of mine. I've known Matt forever. He and his wife, uh, Brooke Taylor, who you have seen, you just didn't know their names, um, 
own a place get taped. And so not only are they actors, they're one of the bigger local actors here in town, but they own a business catering to actors. That's where I go and do a lot of my tapings. There's a voiceover studio there. He's really been hit, and I wanted to get somebody who was boots on the ground to come on and talk to us. So Matt's going to join us coming up at 840. I'm going to put my casting call off to the side, which, by the way, it will be for a while. And as long as the strike's going on, I can reasonably send you to where I help you find jobs behind the camera because people are going to be making business decisions, Sam. Some folks got kids at home. They ain't going to sit off the strike. So these carpenters and electricians and makeup artists and whatever who can't, they are going to be trying to find other jobs, which means there are going to be some openings. So we'll talk about that later on. That's my story of the week, the, uh, the strike. All right, all right, all right. We you have one, or you want to save yours? You kind of, well, you kind of, we already kind of got mine. I don't think I can get much, much more than, than the, the story of Chris. I thought that was, you know, and just It affects some, everybody. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, forget it's the film industry. Think about something that's going on, permeating throughout the state of Georgia that's now been taken away. I'm just trying to think of what else is there from one end of the state to the other that's being used. And my, not only that, we see it when it's being used. Yeah. You drive down the street, you see them yellow signs. How many times you say, hey, ask Greg what's going on in my neighborhood? Yeah. I, I never yep. would know, though. But <laughs> that's well, they a, figured you would know. Yeah, they just figure I would know, but they're never going to let me know. They're never going to let anybody know because they don't want y'all to know that Tom Cruise is around the corner filming because y'all be pl- blocking up the streets. He popped through town this week. He did that. He he. This did, And by the way, that's the last time he'll be doing this, and a lot of other stars promoting their movies. They've walked off the openings. But, yeah, he, he jumped into uh, one of the screenings. He did, like, four cities in one day. And really? Then he got a private jet, well, so he yeah, was he, over at Peace Street Cab. He went from yeah. Miami to here to a couple other places and walked in while folks were watching Mission Impossible. You got any interest in seeing that? Yeah. You Mission Impossible fan? Uh, oh, for sure. Have, yeah. how, how many have you seen? I've only seen the first two, I think. I've seen mo- I may have missed how many are there total because I may have missed uh, like five. A, I think I may have I don't missed know, six. I think I've seen all of them. I just would need a refresher on the first two. It's been a while, but their last three have been amazing. So then that poses the question because we always heard that remakes were never as good as the original. Now, I'm not saying it's as good as the original, but there are a few franchises that keep you going for each one, especially with the one star, Indiana Jones. Yeah. That's one. I think these have gotten better over time, actually. That's what I was going to ask you. When is the last time you've seen this go upward as opposed to somebody mailing it in, which is what a lot of yeah. people are saying about Harrison Ford in this last one. Look so at here, Fast and the Furious. It's here, gotten that's worse what over I was going to ask you. Fast and the Furious or Mission Impossible franchise, which oh, one you take? Mission Impossible all day, every day, for sure. Hmm. Okay. Fast I and the Furious have people going to the moon right now in, like, in a Corvette. <laughs> no, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sam and Greg. We got our first guest coming up next. We're going to be talking some high school football with uh, North Atlanta football coach Jamie. I want to pronounce his name right? All. All. Mm-hmm. I had it written differently. Anyway, he will be joining us next. Sam and Greg getting started on a Saturday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You know, in a related story, I literally was having a conversation about Buddy Rich this past week. 
Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Uh, take us with you on the Odyssey app as we uh, say good morning to you on this 15th day of July. That was played on purpose, Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Just, let's drum line just to get us in the mood for, for football season that's coming up. And, of course, high school football season, the guys are back on the field doing this off-season conditionings and 7-on-7s. But they're going to put the pads on here in a few weeks and get ready to play real football. It'll be the Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic that will get things started for us. And August 16th, Wednesday, August 16th, is when the games start. Okay. Okay. And the That's very the day, what you call it, died. Who's that? Babe Ruth and Elvis. August 16th. Yep, I remember that for whatever strange well, we, reason. We're going to have football that day. August, yeah. August 16th. Thank and, one the, and one of the first teams that play will be the North Atlanta Warriors. And, and joining us now on the waitfor.com hotline is the coach of North Atlanta, Coach Jamie All. Well, coach, special. good morning. Coach. Morning, Coach. Ooh. Morning, Coach. Good morning. Ah, How are you guys? There he is. Great. Well, we're doing great now we got you here. <laughs> How's your summer been Perfect. so far, sir? Uh, it's gone well. Uh, got a bunch of guys showing up four days a week, working hard, trying to get ready for this football season. Wow, fantastic, fantastic uh, this season. How do you how do you approach this season? You guys had a great season last year. How do you approach this season? A continuation of last year, or are you starting all over? Well, I mean, uh, every team is different from the team before that. But, you know, with all the good things we did last year, and we did some things that have never been done uh, at North Atlanta High School, uh, winning our first playoff game, hosting a playoff game, we kind of want to continue on that on that track of doing things that haven't been done. So, you know, now we have a goal of hosting in the first round. We have a goal of trying to win a region for the first time in North Atlanta history. You are going into your, I believe, fourth season. And my question is, what have you learned from those first three that make your job a little easier, a little tougher? You know, as you approach it, the things that you've seen before make it a little easier to do your job at this point? Well, I just – I guess you just learn more and more about our community and you you get a little more comfortable uh, with our community, our kids, our parents, and um, you just kind of understand how things are at North Atlanta. I mean, it's, it's definitely a unique place. It's a unique community. It's a unique school building. Um, So I guess the, I say all that to say, you know, the longer you're here, uh, the more comfortable you can get with everybody and everybody's more comfortable with you. They know what to expect. You know, this senior class is the is the first class I've had from from freshmen all the way through. So, these guys know what I expect of them. Um, they know what to expect from me, um, and we're just implementing our program and trying to keep things rolling. Folks, spending time on the WayForward.com hotline this morning. Hotline this morning with Coach Jamie All of North Atlanta High School as we count down to Corky Kell. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Coach All, at Coach A-U-L-L. Uh, you can find him there. And he logs a lot of things in there about his team. Uh, thoughts about your, your, your this offseason and some things you guys have done to get 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 prepared. And how was your spring? Uh, spring went well. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the main thing, we got through those uh, nine practices in the scrimmage healthy. Nobody, no major injuries. So everybody was good to go as we got into our summer program. Um, had a good scrimmage against a well-coached uh, Arabia Mountain football team, um, uh, coached by Julian Washington over there in DeKalb County. And they've got some some really good, talented players. So we were able to kind of measure ourselves against that and, and kind of see where we stood. And 
um, you know, we, we liked where we were at at the end of spring. So, um, you know, I, I think as this summer unfolds, you know, we're kind of ahead of where we've been the last couple of years just because there's so much continuity um, with the staff and, and with all, all, a lot of our players coming back from last year. You talk about the guys coming back. You, you know, we know that there's turnover every year. Is there any one side of the ball that you're uh, focusing a little bit more on this particular season, mainly because of the personnel that you have? Yeah, so we've got nine starters returning on defense. So, you know, those guys, we, we feel really good about that side of the ball. Offensively, we lost a lot, um, especially at the skill position. So, you know, we're trying to figure out who's going to carry the ball for us, who's going to score all those touchdowns that we lost with graduation. And um, so we're, we're really working hard to, to get that side of the ball together where we're more comfortable with what we have coming back on defense for sure. The season starts on August 16th, and you guys are practically the first game at 430 that day. You're taking on Johns Creek over at Kell High School. Pleasant memories from Corky Kell last year um, as you guys held up the banner for APS, getting that win over North Forsyth. What did that mean to, to you and your program? Well, I mean, that win last year just kind of uh, set our season off. It got us going in the right direction. You know, it, it's a lot of exposure for our program and our kids to, to be in this thing. Um, and, and it just kind of put us on the map as a, as a team that's going to fight, going to scratch, going to claw and, and play 48 minutes. Um, so, you know, winning that game did a lot for our kids' confidence and kind of carried us uh, through that first quarter or first half of the season. Um, so we, we definitely want to go and have another good showing this year because it, it was definitely good for our kids and, and our program and our community. Coach, I'll take a second and talk about your other coaches that you work with and how they have helped uh, this program grow. Absolutely. So our defensive coordinator, Amos Miles, uh, he came on board last year. Uh, he has been tremendous. I mean, it, me being a head coach and an offensive-minded head coach, uh, you really need a guy on that side of the ball that you trust, that, that you know is going to get everything done, and, and you don't have to worry about it. And with, with Coach Miles, I don't at all. He's a hard worker. He's a grinder. The kids love him. He has great relationships with our players. Um, and he just gets it done. I mean, he's, he's been awesome from day one. Um, and then, then we've got Tyson Graham and Channing Stribling on that side, coaching the secondary. And those guys, have they played big-time college football. They played in the USFL. Tyson played in the NFL, uh, played with the Falcons for a little bit. So uh, there's a lot of credibility coming from those guys, and, and the kids have really bought into them. Rajon Anthony with the linebackers. Um, young guy that's just getting started that, that's got a really bright future in, in football. Um, and then on the offensive side, uh, it's been pretty much the same staff <clears throat> uh, since my second year here as the offensive coordinator in 19. Uh, Jeremy Gaynor, coaching the offensive line for us, does a tremendous job. Uh, Bryce Doe, who's also our head track coach, who is our uh, running backs coach, run game coordinator, um, does a tremendous job. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Uh, we are working on, uh, we just lost the coach, man. He was running down. I, I'm going to tee this up every time, man. Let him crow about his assistance, well, and yeah. he was doing a great job. And, and for whatever reason, coach, if you can give us a shot back real quick, we lost you. We don't know. Why? 
It's electronics. It yeah. just happens. Yeah. We got I mean, a couple. I didn't know you had a couple of ex-Falcons there. We were going We were going good, and all of a sudden, yeah, that, that happens. happens. You know, what we, we this is usually when somebody at my house throws something at the TV. Is that what? Electronics. <laughs> I said, listen, you can't do nothing about electronics. There's no rhyme or reason why it cuts out. And when it does, yeah, you got to adapt. They just do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. We see, but I mean, it's great to, to hear him talk about his program. They're a tremendous story. Uh, as he talked about being there. Just one of the places, I guess, you need some consistency. He talked about being there, and now the players know what to expect. Now the parents know what to expect. And it, it takes that, you know, with a program and somebody who's going to be there and, and, uh, and going to be consistent with the folks. We got him back. We got Coach back. Sir. Oh, great. There you go. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well, we're going to figure out why it happened. It happened, though, but you were in the midst of talking about your co- uh, assistance. Please continue, sir. Awesome. So, yeah, we uh, on the offensive side, Jeremy Gaynor's doing the offensive line for us uh, again. And he was actually the former head coach uh, at North Atlanta. He was the head coach here for three years um, before I came in 18 with Sean O'Sullivan. Um, he's got great relationships with the kids. Bryce Doe is also our head track coach. Our, he's our running backs and run game coordinator. Um, does a tremendous job. Javon Henderson is a former player of mine uh, from when I was at Our Lady of Mercy, does receivers for us. Um, and then uh, Chris Van Zelften with tight end. So, you know, we, we've got a full staff this year for the first time. I think last year we did it with seven. Uh, we, we've got 10 strong this year. So uh, it's going to be a good year. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're looking forward to you as well. Me and Coach Chris Parker in the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Got to ask you about one of your region rivals. Uh, you're in the same region with Maris, and that can be very difficult to, to take on them folks. They win a lot over there. But uh, Coach Chadwick, Coach Allen Chadwick, has had one over 400 games. Um, thoughts about getting a chance to match wits with him um, and just what he means to, to high school football throughout the state, but especially here in the metro Atlanta area. Absolutely. Coach Chadwick's been doing it for a long time. Um, and, you know, it, last year – Playing them in the in in our region contest, that was my third time uh, coaching against him. First time as a head coach, but third time coaching against him. Um, and he, they just do a tremendous job. I mean, from year to year, they they're doing some of the most of the same things on offense. You know, with that triple option stuff that they do um, defensively, they're just really well coached. They're always where they're supposed to be that, you know, it's, it's hard to trick those guys. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a monumental task going up against, uh, Marist and, and coach Chadwick, who's a legend in the state of Georgia. Um, so, you know, that's definitely one we, we've got a circle early and, you know, we might even start preparing for some triple option stuff in June and July. Um, (laughs) couple minutes a day just so we're we're ahead of the game on that you know so it's not something you see every week so it's definitely hard to prepare for it in a week for sure um and you know with the job he does you know it it doesn't happen that the option isn't run like that anywhere else in the state so it's definitely going to be tough that is that's what he does what he does quick before i let you go what do you want to see from your team here the next few weeks before you get ready to take on john's creek to let you know you guys are on schedule well, I want us to have a, a great padded camp next week down at Fayette County. Um, and then once we get back for acclimation practices uh, on the 25th, I want, you know, just everybody to be here, be locked in, and 
Uh, let's just get a little bit better every day. Uh, have a great scrimmage on the fourth with Westminster. Um, and then it's, it's game prep time. So, um, just attendance and everybody locked in. That's a, that's all we need to do. Everybody locked in on what we're doing and uh, just get a little bit better every day. All right. All right. Representing APS uh, North Atlanta High School, kicking off things with the Cook and Kell Dave Hunter Classic. But the very, very first game will be North Atlanta against Johns Creek at Kell High School at 430. That game taking place on uh, August the 16th. Coach Jamie All, thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning. Thank you, Coach. Thank you guys for having us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There you go. Wait, I apologize for the, the cutoff there, but yeah, he came yeah. back strong. Because yeah. if I was one of his coaches and I didn't hear my name, I'd, I'd feel a certain kind of way the rest of the day. <laughs> Which is- Man, they cut you off, man. You didn't hear me. <laughs> so I want to make sure he got back. To- now, we're going to do that every time because I think every coach that we have on here is so proud and wants to praise on their yeah. on their uh, other coaches. So yeah. give them a chance to do that every time. Yeah. All right, coming up in the uh, 7 o'clock hour, Karen Pastena. Yeah, man. We got Karen coming up here. She got we something got the to women's, say. We got the women's final coming up. Coming uh, here in a little bit. Yeah. You know who is playing tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, at least we got some kind of a matchup with Alcarez. I think I think it's going to be a good match. All right. Well, let's hope that Alcarez prevails. We'll see what Karen says. That's right. That'll be a 720. And then we venture into Max's world. That's all coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.